Jordan St. Cyr, No Matter What, right here on Good Company, this song, a lot of people really loving it, and for good reason. Um, and he's Canadian, so that's great. Speaking of Canadians, our Good Company correspondents are generally Canadian. Robin Rosty joining me here today. How are you? Oh, I'm good, eh? <laughs> good, eh? <laughs> yeah, how was that for a segue? <laughs> oh, goodness. I love it. Well, happy end of October, if you can believe it. I can't, actually. Are you sure? I honestly thought we had one more week of October, which is honestly a little odd, because every day I look at the date, but like my internal clock feels like we should still have another week left. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm in British Columbia, and it was summer up until basically this week. And so it's been like a real shock to see we're at the end of the October now. Mm-hmm. And here we are. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, Christmas is just around the corner. We're seeing Christmas decorations in the stores. We are seeing uh, the Christmas movie and TV special calendars yeah. being released. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I guess, yeah, it is the end of October. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm ready for Christmas. I could skip, you know, October, November and just go straight to Christmas. I'd be fine with that. Oh, I need some prep because (laughs) I have to start spending now in little tiny increments so that I'm not crying when I get my January bills. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But apparently, um, we've been talking about today on Good Company that boomers... The ones that I look up to as those who had to weather post-war days and uh, Vietnam War, like they had to buckle down financially. And I guess now that they're at the phase of their life where kids are grown up and, you know, on their own, they are just apparently spending outside of what they can afford. And it's very interesting for me to to read that. Okay. Yeah. Spend it while you're living, I think is the phrase, right? Yeah, I think so. You're not guaranteed tomorrow, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just kind of, I don't know. It's um, all my truths are starting to crumble <laughs> around me. But yeah, spending money. This is something I'm really good at. I'm actually known in my family as someone who can rationalize any purchase. Okay. Interesting. I'm definitely not a spender. Ooh, we should be like closer together in proximity so I can take you (laughs) shopping with me. Because if you were like, oh, I like that item, but I don't need it. I will tell Mm -hmm. you all the reasons why you should get it. Okay. Okay. That's interesting because I'll talk you out of it. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's do this. What is a random purchase that you don't actually need? Uh, I I want a new like food processor. A new food processor? Like yeah. the kind that like mushes up all the food? Yeah, and the one that like actually cooks it too. What is that? Like the ninja or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well actually that's a really wise purchase because we live in a day and age where, you know, inflation is happening and this will give you the opportunity to be able to create meals in advance and quicker, because I know you're very busy and you really can't put a price on your time, can you? Well, that's very compelling, except I already have a food processor and a pressure cooker and a slow cooker. Do I really need this? Yeah, you do. And what you could actually do with the ones that you have that you don't use as much, you could either sell them and use that money to buy the new one, or I'm sure there's a family that could really appreciate uh, that, that, um, that gift that you could give them. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. See, this is, (laughs) I think this is my superpower. (laughs) Oh, 
goodness. But the the Bible tells us so many times to be wise with what God has given us. Mm-hmm. So I know you've talked about this before about how to maybe curb the spendings and defining the wants versus the needs a little bit more. What are some of the things that you've learned over time? Yeah, I think one of the things that I swear by is just having a budget. Uh, I know it seems like, well, probably for you, it's probably the worst thing in the world yep. to think like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll just yep. stop you there. That right next to a trip to the dentist for a you know root canal budget. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels restrictive, but actually it's completely liberating because you know what you can afford. And so you go to the store with a lot of confidence. Like you, you know it, you don't have to guess. Hmm boundaries that create freedom, that just Mm -hmm. seems like an oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it also allows you to plan for the future and for emergencies. It's amazing. I will always tell you to budget. Okay. So you're saying budget, don't buy the food processor that also cooks your food. Well, maybe I should take a look at what I can actually afford. I, I do like your arguments. They are compelling. See? I, again, this is my thing. When it comes to creating a budget, what are some of your favorite tips and tricks to make it not feel too overwhelming? Well, I think that the biggest thing is to actually face your financial situation. So, you know, look at it, eyes open, head on, and and actually see what you're spending every month and what you're committed to, like what you have to pay every month, and then what's actually coming in. And when you we really look at it, which is super hard to do, uh, then it will tell you the truth and then you'll know what to do. So, I mean, just adult in the most adult way possible by taking responsibility for your finances. Mm-hmm. Also creating space within the budget to make sure that you are uh, doing your tithes and offerings. And with mm-hmm. that, I have found that, you know, we can budget to the best of our ability, but we, when we actually commit our finances to God, suddenly it doesn't always make sense. There's like this whole God economics thing that happens where maybe you've given somebody something, but somehow um, it gets returned to you. And this is not like a prosperity message. This is just something I've actually seen happen in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. You're giving up control. You're giving it to the, you know, to God who actually is in control and you're letting him call the shots. You say, I'm trusting you to provide for me. I feel that this is what you're calling me to give this money to and just allowing him to to give the results. Mm-hmm. 100%. I was at church and um, the pastor was talking about how in life we go through hard times. And right now I just am sensing so many families going through some financial hard times. There is the talks of inflation. And he was just saying that when you commit your life to God, when you are um, doing what you feel he's asking you to do, it's, it's a sacrifice. But sometimes we are in those situations, and it can be the exact same situation, but we're not doing it for God. Then it becomes self-centeredness. So it was a very interesting conversation about sacrifice, self-centeredness, and just how when we bring everything to God, we can weather some of those storms in a different kind of way because he's with us in the storm. The storm's still happening. Um, You know, maybe the financial struggles are still very, very real, but he's there with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And he definitely he definitely will show you a way through, even if it like looks on paper like it's impossible. There are always creative solutions. So definitely, yeah, let's just be honest and open and let God like speak to these financial situations as much as any anything else in our lives. Mm-hmm. 
And then also, too, I mean, you've got God, you've got the ideas that you want to have uh, come to fruition with your finances. And then if you're still stuck, guess what? There's professionals who deal with money all the time who can help you navigate your budget in a way that works for you. Mm-hmm. And between those, you know, God and people who get money, um, you know, it's, uh, it's we're going to be okay. It might not be comfortable, but we're going to be okay. True. It may take sacrifice and your lifestyle may take a hit for a temporary amount of time, but it will be worth it in the long run. Yeah. I was going to say absolutely, but I'm still probably going to rationalize a few things here or there. <laughs> you know what? You could build that into your budget, too. No worries. <laughs> awesome. It's it's the line that says, Holly rationalizing something that really isn't necessary will just attribute 10% to that exactly. column. It was like the yeah. miscellaneous. <laughs> no problem. Robin, thank you so much for stopping by today and chatting finances and budgets. Oh, my favorite thing. <laughs> Oh, this is why we're friends. You got to have people in your life who enjoy the things that you don't enjoy. (laughs) 